Hello and thanks for tuning back into the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. We are the Brandons. That's right. And we are here for our 70th episode, My How Time Flies When You're Absorbing All This Good Geek Culture. We've got a fair amount of it to talk about today. Uh, most recently... Well, most recently, as in an hour ago, we just came back from seeing the new Alita Battle Angel movie. Mm. And we also, uh, just the a couple before days before that. that, yeah, saw the Lego movie too, the second one. The Yeah. Uh, we did. Funny, clever title. So we're going to kind of talk full-on uh, review of that. We'll try to go... Try to stay mostly spoiler-free, yeah. but if one slips out or two, hey, you know what? They're like farts. They happen sometimes, even when you're trying to hold them in. Right. Like yeah. during the movie. Sorry, exactly. Sorry about that. I am too. And then... Uh, sorry for the people around and us. And then we want to end it with just a little bit about what we're what we're playing and what we're watching on TV. So certain things like Apex. Yeah. Uh, we picked up a new, couple new games today. Today. That just came out this weekend. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, we want to be, be current as possible. Yeah, and then some TV stuff listening like audience. Punisher. Punisher Season 2. Yeah. And there's this new show. The Not Umbra- a full review on that, just kind of where Mid-season, we're at. Mid-season, I would say. Sure. For most, uh, it's 13 episodes deep. I'm, I think I just finished episode 6, so we can just... I'm somewhere sh- around the same. ...share our thoughts so mm-hmm. far. And we should not talk about what we're going to talk about. We should just talk about it. That's a great idea. Yeah, but first, we have to let you know who's making today's episode of The Random Fandom Possible. Please give a listen to this right here. Whether you or somebody you know is in any way involved in a minor collision involving a transgendered individual, we here at the Transgender Fender Bender Domestic Help Center offer the most versatile array of assistance. For example, if you are the responsible party in the accident and need a defender, we can help you with the Transgender Fender Bender Offender Defender Program. Should you need financial assistance as the result of the accident, ask about the Transgender Fender Bender Lender Plan. We also offer counseling services, should you and the other party look to avoid any legal proceedings and settle things peacefully. It's called the Transgender Fender Bender Mender Program. Financing plans are available with the Transgender Fender Bender Domestic Help Center Financial Extender Program as well. Plus, if you call now and ask about our services, you get a free blender or copy of The Avengers on DVD. Did you get involved in a minor collision with a transgendered individual? Then remember to call the Transgender Fender Bender Domestic Help Center. Big special thanks to the random fandom fake sponsors. Now, yeah, if I ever get in a Fender Bender with a transgendered individual, it's good to know someone's got my back. Somebody does. All areas covered. Yeah. Kind of like in prison. Yeah. 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 What they choose to do with your back, that's up to them and your personal relationship. I've never been in prison. Can you tell? <laughs> your your beard they, looks like you've been in yeah, prison. Yeah, I know. It, it's for charity, to be fair. If everyone <laughs> obviously can't see this, but I am growing a beard for charity and we're going to try to raise money, so I shave it off. It's a stupid thing, but you know what? It's effective because I look a lot nicer without a beard than yeah, I do. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. So people are going to pay for you to take I forgot to what shave my chin looks like. I can't eat peanut butter out of the jar anymore. You know, when you first open the lid and you just munch it like, <laughs> you know, like a horny. Anyways, anyway. What? This is the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon, not the Brandon's Chin Podcast. <laughs> Although that is potential future episodes when we start really scraping the barrel for topics. So, but Well, I don't think we'll ever have to scrape the barrel. There's a lot of There's always new stuff. We're, we're like right in the thick of so many new things. Where do you want to start today? I'm thinking movies, but specifically, which movie do we want to start with? We just saw Alita. And I, I'd fitting. love to kick it off with that just because it's fresh on our minds. Movie discussion. 
Brendan, you know a little bit about this. Um, I hate saying the word manga because I never know if I'm saying. I know. It right. I just keep saying I've been reading the comic. What, what is a manga? Does that mean basically like a comic from Japan? Is that like I think so. A way I don't, of saying that. Honestly, I'm a I'm a geek, but I'm not that much of a geek to know much about. Yeah, manga. You know, yeah, that's not my exact, you know. But I have been re- reading the comics or the manga, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and I have thoroughly been enjoying it. I, How old are they? Do you get a sense for that? I'm not sure. Is it like it's, a recent thing, or is it like an Akira thing from like back in the '80s? I honestly don't know, but it is based on the animation. Would you have a thought? Well, I mean, it's hard to say based on the animation. Oh. Uh, it's not like old 1970s type animation that you'd see in like an old X-Men comic. Sure, where you can kind of pinpoint the time period. Right. This, I don't know. I I think the animation is unique in its own way. It's not color. It's it's all kind of black and white. And it makes it look very sketched out, but like done very, very well. Yeah. And not only is it a, a cool story, it's nothing great in the in the comics, but it's it is a cool story. But the art, as well as just how simply badass the main character Alita is, mm-hmm. is what takes that um, takes that story and and really really kind of just pulls you in and makes you want to continue reading because you really do get invested in the characters. So Now, knowing you have a little basis of knowledge, how did that factor into your enjoyment of the movie? I think it actually added to my enjoyment of the movie. Cool. Because I was very excited to see what these, almost like what seems like rough sketches. That That's the interesting thing about this manga or comic. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. I'm just going to call it a comic for yeah, now. It's easier and then for us. nerds can get mad at me. But it's it's almost like the comic is a bunch of sketches that are telling this story, not so much full on like realized artwork, sure, like you would see in a lot of normal comic books. Um, and it it made it so that your imagination can really kind of take it, especially during the battle scenes. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, it was really nice to see Robert Rodriguez, who directed this movie. His vision and his view of how these action scenes take out to, or take place in a more realistic how it setting. jumps off the page, right? Yes, and I'm glad to hear you say that because without even if I was to not have heard ahead of time this was a Robert Robert Rodriguez film, or if I was to not read the credits ahead of time, it would have been in my top five guesses as to who made this movie. If, if you were to say, really? "Hey, a pretty well-known Hollywood uh, filmmaker, director, screenwriter, whatever it is." That he was all credit for. Definitely, he directed it, but it was a Robert Rodriguez film. At the end of the day, I, that genuinely, not to make mm. myself sound like awesome in hindsight, it just had so many of his signatures. It has his visual flair. But we'll break it down later. Give me your overall kind of assessment, and then let's detract and then break it down smaller pieces. Uh, overall, I was happy with this movie. I think there's there's certain flaws in it that while you're watching, you're kind of like, come on, like, do we have to go to that trope or? Did you have to, especially having read the comics, did you have to change it to that when, when you know, you had such great source material? Sure. There's certain things that I, I question the reasons why the story went in certain directions. But all in all, I was happy with the movie. Um, the story was nothing amazing. Right. In, at all. But I think the action was really, really entertaining to watch. And I think the visuals were absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I have thoughts on that, too, that we can get into more depth upon. Uh, In general, enjoyable movie. Not anything I'm probably going to be like, oh, this was awesome. But it it was enjoyable. 
it was enjoyable. Let's just leave it at that and break it down from there. You know, if I had to give this movie like a grade just right off the bat, it's like a B minus mm-hmm. territory for me. You know, C plus ish. You can make it like a, a teetering case right sure. on the verge there. I did think, again, trying to stay spoiler free, I was disappointed that this movie is not contained. I would have liked very much for this just to be contained. You definitely get the sense that there, yes. there's more to come, at least as far as where they left it off. Now, whether or it not... It really seems like they were f- almost... This is the start of what they want to be like a trilogy or something. It, at least, it feels like. It. Um, right. So here's my, here's my thought. Imagine... Now, I'm going to throw some names, and then imagine putting all these names in a blender, and this kind of gives you a lead-up. So Altered Carbon... Uh-huh. Hunger Games. I did think of Altered Carbon a lot during this. Yeah. yeah. It's very Hunger Games-ish. There's the one feature and she's forced to fight, you know, and she kind of reminds sure. me of Katniss, you know, and okay. she's playing these games to like help, you know, liberate people and it, it, in the, just in the motorball thing. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Blade Runner. Definitely Blade Runner. Yes. Mechs and Sense. Ready Player One. Yep. Remember that Matt Damon movie, Elysium? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of felt like that and then it felt like The Matrix. Well, okay. Actually, so... All blended in one. Elysium, you're totally right, because there is literally, uh, literally a city in the, in the sky. sky. Yes, and then there's the rich and the powerful up there, and then we're poor and oppressed down right. here. And so That's kind of how it was in Altered Carbon, too. Remember, there's they have that sky city oh, up yeah. there? And it also was kind of that way in Ready Player One, too. They're in the, the, the slums, basically, after a big uh-huh. fallout. It, it had a very generalized story. Not that it's deviating from the comics. I don't know that, but it just really felt like very recycled plot. Yeah, that actually, being the case, it didn't mind. I and, didn't mind. And I it. wish you know we could totally look up to see when the original comics were sure, created. Maybe it supplants a lot of this. Maybe a lot of those things took from something like Alita. hundred percent possible. Yeah. But you're you're a hundred percent right. There are certain things, certain certain tropes about this that yeah. you get out of all of the science fiction future yes. focused and almost stories. everyone's like AI or mech mech'd out to some yeah. degree. Pretty much everyone, it's has a fake limb to some degree. Yes, and um, Deus Ex is what it reminded yeah, me. Yeah, good of call, that. good call. Yes. So I, I don't mind no, it w- taking some of the bad. best pieces of these other stories, and and making them into your own story. Sure. And I liked that. Yeah. Um, I did have that same kind of vision of the Matrix that you were thinking of. It was Matrix because she Alita. Is very much like the, the 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 one. savior, the one. Yeah. Like she is near unstoppable, right? Yes. And especially when she taps into her full potential. In this case, that body she ends up yeah. coming into. I will say, as a character, though, Alita. Oh, she was great. Is, the star of the is show. a great character. Literally, the, the, it, what's in a title, but. But I mean, even out of all of, I mean, not only out of all of the movies that we mentioned, right? She's. She was better than Matt Damon's character in Elysium. She's better than Neo. Like, uh, if only they let her say "whoa." <laughs> but I think I feel like she was so charming and engaging yes. and just innocent. Yes. And you still don't get to know fully who she is. You learn a little bit, and that's why it actually reminded me of Altered Carbon. Remember, yep. Takeshi Kovacs has that yep, like mentor totally. who teaches them how to fight and what it is, what they're fighting for, mm-hmm. and keeps flashing back. It was very similar to that, or should I say now in retrospect, Altered Carbon's very similar to that, you know, but just going my own timeline of what I've seen, that's what made me think of that more than Mm -hmm. anything. And how, like, death is never really death. Nope, like, you're really not dead in this movie until, like, they literally... They can put cybernetics in anything, so... (laughs) Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but I mean, it's like, you can basically be completely destroyed as a body, and as long as you have some sort of, like, lifeline in a sense you can 
just implant a bunch of cybernetic parts and yeah, you're fine. Yeah, if a trace of you remains, basically you got to be burned up or decapitated. But even then, as we learned, not no completely spoilers. done. Well, yeah, and on that same note, I think that one of the, the deaths, I'm not saying who, made it seem a little less impactful because essentially this person ends up dying twice. So I already said goodbye to him or her the first time. Right. And then it's like, nope, not really dead. And then when they die a, a real death, you're like, well, then I already mourned you, you know? It's kind of like if we lose Jon Snow again, I'll be like, ah, it's all right. Right. Because you've already died. And I feel like that's sort of what this this storyline is going towards, right? Because there are deaths that happened, but the, the world that they have created shows us that no one ever really dies yeah. in this. I mean, so so we can, especially if we know that this is the start of what is going to be probably a series of movies is right. at least what that's what the goal is right it depends on how good this first one is yeah but we know that i mean we've got to see like some of these characters come back that we may have, that we lost right you know and and so it kind Maybe of in someone make, else's body or someone else's consciousness something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. right because all of that was there yeah that, we, that, that was a pretty you know i don't want to say common but a pretty relied upon sci-fi trope yeah but it was done well in this for the most part i think it was where i was like rolling my eyes maybe there's one or two parts where i was like okay well that just makes things count less but it was well done for the most part and i think that like out of all of all of the movies or tv that do sort of this cybernetic human thing these guys made it look really good yeah like i mean think about um injustice league right like uh, what's his name the cyborg um he looked ridiculous yeah. ridiculous and that's a warner brothers dc movie i mean to be fair these guys had a crack staff including james cameron and the same team that helped make avatar for whether you like that movie or not visually you gotta admit it's arresting and it's like a landmark movie just like jurassic park Absolutely. was back in the day and this movie was visually awesome but at the same time like you mentioned earlier it really was thin on plot. The pacing was a little off. So it asks you as a viewer, at least in my mind, to accept it for its flaws and be yes. rewarded with just the eye-popping visuals. But at a time, I was like, I could use more story and more concrete acting, frankly. Yeah. It had some great actors. Christoph Waltz, Academy Award winning. Jennifer Connelly, you know, she'll have her Probably. walk on the Hollywood, <laughs> star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And, you know, our one of our guys... Uh, Maher, Maher Shah? Mahershala, yeah, Ali, Ali, who's been just tearing it up in Hollywood lately. Oh, he's amazing. He he's such a great actor. But those three people were given such wooden parts, yeah. you know. And to me, Christoph Waltz, he didn't he seem wasn't... like a Dyson Ido. Ido, no, yeah, and no, he brought he, very he little plays, to it. Um, he does a really good job at playing the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Because he has a certain way about him. Well, ever and, since and he this got introduced one, to American audiences, we just know him as the, the, right. the Jew detective. You and, know? In, and in this one, we get him as a genuinely good person Right. that it's hard to take him yeah. seriously. And, and it's, the weapon it's they weird. gave him was awesome. I it is awesome. I, I remember see seeing him wielding it, though. Like, it's too big for him. He needs to well, be Well, that's why deal. it has a rocket on it. Oh, easy. So, because that's how, that's how he can swing his, it. Yeah. Um, it's Very... A, um, Reinhardt-ish. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the comics, that was really neat. Okay. Like, the way they showed that. Yeah. Um, but you're right. So, Christopher... Uh, I, oh, I keep wanting I keep to say Christopher, Christopher. too. Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Conley, uh, Mahershala Ali, all of which are great... Established. ...actors. Yeah. And none of them Had shined in this. Had parts that really 
were befitting of their actual abilities. Yeah. I think the star clearly was uh, the gal, uh, Alita herself. Rosa Salazar. was never actually physically on screen, but, you know, she basically oh, did but an anti circus Yeah, she did an amazing job. And Yeah, her facials were great. Her eyes were just made you feel compelled. Like, she's so innocent, oh yet God, she yeah. could rip your, you know, And that's what I think I off. love about this movie overall and, and that character is the dichotomy between this really innocent teenage girl yeah. who has no memory of her past and she's not... we got sh- glimpses of it, but they're we definitely do. holding out for future installments. Of course. Yeah. But, I that mean... That was my frustration until I realized, oh, there's going to be more yeah. if, you know, all things are aligned. Uh, but I liked... Uh, just to finish that thought, yeah. sorry. I, but I liked how you have this really innocent girl whose life almost got restarted and she doesn't know anything. She's... The, she Literally tasted up an off orange and she was like, orange, oranges are amazing. Oranges are my favorite fruit. And it's like, that's all you've had so far. Yeah. And Ooh, you did spoil the, her favorite food, at least oh, for the first I'm 10 sorry. minutes. Yeah. We're trying to stay off. Of um, that. But then, but she's also a super badass. Remind like me of uh, X-23. Badass. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, overall, a very enjoyable movie. There's lots of more details on the ins and outs. So if at the time that you're listening to this, you haven't seen it yet, definitely go check it out. It's worth a watch. You it know, is. Sometimes and when I think it's just... worth a theater watch. Oh, 100%. Sure. Yeah, it's the best way to enjoy it. And sometimes there's just like shit watches and crap movies that will be like, look, you can do what you want, Free Country, but if you're asking us, don't waste your time. Definitely not the case here. I'm not like, it's not like a standing ovation raging endorsement no, but, but if you you give it a b minus yeah that, right? i was thinking i think that's a watch i mean that's yeah, pretty good yeah it's worth it's worth the time i bucks. would say it's a b plus a minus like and yeah. that and i think that's because i've been falling in love with the comics and so to see it on screen to see it realized and not be disappointed too much yeah i am disappointed with some of the decisions they made but overall as a movie i was really happy and oddly giddy to see all of this come to the silver screen. Yeah, no spoilers, but um, there was one character in general who really didn't work for me, and I think you Hugo. would probably... Yeah. I mean, we can just say it. Yeah, we, he would, the guy who played him just didn't look like he had the chops. And I, I'm sorry. Here's and he was the whiny, thing. and he There's looked some, like a 10-year-old. Yeah, he's, he, I didn't think he really worked out. He wasn't a great actor. He no, wasn't he was not. engaging. But here, this is one of those like Americanized, annoying things that they did. Dumb. They have... They have uh, some characters in here that uh, that kind of switch around. Like, mm-hmm. um, like you're like, oh well, that character in the comics is now a woman in the movie or whatever. Right. And that stuff is okay. That's fine. But something as simple as changing the one of the characters' names from Hugo with a Y to in Hugo in the movie, it's, it's like, like why? Why? What, what's the point? Like that had to be a roundtable discussion of a bunch of movie executives to decide to change his name to Hugo to Americanize it or something. Yeah, I, I didn't it, understand it that. It was stupid. Knowing it was just simply that. stupid. Yeah, uh, Jackie or Jackie Earl Haley shows up in this movie too. You're not going to know it's him unless you mm-hmm. read the credits because I saw on the credits he was in the movie. I'm like, who for those for those who don't know who that is, that's Rorschach from. Yeah, and don't forget, how dare you forget or not mention uh, 2010's Nightmare on, on Elm Street. <laughs> remake and he was in uh he was human Kruger. shield i think it was what the hell is that that's a show i used to watch actually i've watched the shield no different i've watched human centipede way different <laughs> okay I, I don't know human shield so there you go you're, you're digging deep so all pretty in good all, movie yeah, pretty good movie, all in all i, I think say. we're happy with this movie um i'm glad you liked it because as i was watching it i was really enjoying myself and i was thinking to myself I could see there's certain pieces of this that you would 
be like, oh, well, that's it was dumb. Long. Dude, you got to admit, and it, it was, was long. long. It felt like they were tr- trying to cram in like four chapters in a three-chapter act. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was unnecessarily long, in my opinion. But now I see that there's the intent to have more, so I'm okay with it a little yeah. more. But in that moment, I was getting, I was getting a little like restless. I'm Which, not going to lie. By the way, this makes me feel like this would be so much better as a Netflix. A series. A hundred percent. I started thinking that about an hour in. Yep. When me she too. Beca- like right when she becomes uh, like a... Killer hunter, hunter killer, what? uh, the a hunter warrior. Ah, thank you. Yeah, I was stumbling there. Yeah, I thought I, that no, would be I, like the perfect episode to like a mid series at that point. Yeah, and they could take time with all these other side characters who. Yeah, yeah, but pretty cool. Pretty you know, cool. and 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 you you were saying it's too long, and it was. the funny thing is, is the comics do not have all this exposition to talk about the story. They 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 basically are like. Here's Alita. She was found. She was given a body. She is suddenly the biggest badass in the world. And like, the comic doesn't need to explain it to you. It just kind of hops right into the action. And there's still story that happens. And I was wondering if the movie would do this. And the movie didn't. It really slowed the pacing down to make it more... I think they were trying to make it so that the the viewers get behind the story a little bit more. Because we both agree that's one of the weaker parts. Yeah. But I feel like they should have just leaned into it and said, you know what? We already know that this the the plot is paper thin. Let's just let's just dip right into the action. And clearly, the way I understand it, this is like an R-rated source. It comes from, if you will. Yes. So they did a good job of maybe making <clears throat> some kills mechanical or showing some kills off screen or something like that. Very little blood in this movie too. More like just synth blood, like the blue. Yes. Stuff. I noticed so that. Like they maybe some a lot of the blue. characters she like you know decapitates or cuts limbs off in the comics were human but they might have been mechanical here so they're able to get away with more in a, yeah they're basically this show show basically the comic has a lot of gore a lot of blood there's a lot of limbs and stuff like getting chopped off and everything mm-hmm. but the fact that most of them are cyborgs it's it changes it it's, yeah it's not as brutal right but like there are certain things like well never mind yeah, I was gonna spoil some, but there are certain things that are pretty brutal in the comics, and they kind of kept it, but they watered it down a bit for the PG thirteen movie, and I'm okay with that. I don't think it totally changed it. You know, I th- I think they could have went R rating, but I think I think it was fine the direction they took. Yeah, so anyway, thumbs up from these dudes. Thumbs up, yeah. I would I would give it a, a B plus. Did you thumbs up the next movie we're gonna talk about, which is? Lego Part Two, the second movie. What it? Lego Movie Part Two. Lego Movie Two, the second part. Part or something like that. Yeah. Well, part because Lego pieces. I get it. I did not like this as much as the first. Not that it's a fair comparison always to be like, oh, it's not as good as the first, but it seemed really obvious to it me. It was that, a far cry from the first one. Yeah. When the first one was so good. Yeah, and this one, how are you gonna live up to something that set that awesome? They tried, but it felt like they were just playing the greatest hits from the first one and yep. trying to repeat those. Yep. They kept doing. The, even dude, so we went. Uh, me, you, your girl, uh, and my daughter. The four of your us girl. went. So we had like an age range from like yeah. twelve to us, and it's so funny because I sat next to my daughter and like I said within like the first five minutes, I'm like, "Do you think they're gonna do the everything is awesome joke like to death?" And she's like, "I bet they do." And they did like to death. I was like they almost did. annoyed. It's like, yes, we get it. That worked in the first one. Please don't sell us the same bill of goods. But, <laughs> but, they, just, but they changed it. By throwing bit. in not They did awesome. change it. They said yeah. one word differently. Well, so, okay. And we don't, yeah. We don't want to go into too much spoiler, but I... You can listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, they did They did try to change it up, but I actually think that that was kind of charming because they knew that the Everything is Awesome song from the first movie was like Still the biggest hit. Still on people's tongues, yeah. And, and it's very catchy and memorable. But 
I think it was a good addition. I didn't mind it too much, but I don't need a third one after this one. That's I don't all either. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I think um I think the music in this was actually really fun. The music was good. And I think it added to it in and I like the way that this movie sort of meta where they're like, Oh, wait, are we singing? Is this a musical now? You know, they they every time there was something that was kind of ridiculous, the characters themselves would point out it's ridiculous. I feel and like I appreciated that. But you, I, I thought it was too much. You don't. The, okay. The meta was cute for a while, but then when they're actually like making fun of Chris Pratt's character yeah. vicariously through other movies, I'm just like, okay, right, you know, giving not, him a bunch of raptors, and, right, and then you know, I see, I didn't mind that. I, uh, I thought that was. just... I think that's more of like the adult humor because kids don't generally catch on to that stuff because they don't really think about the actor that is voicing that character, right? They just yeah. see the character. It just, it to me, it goes outside the boundaries of what's going on in the movie. And I don't remember them being so meta in the first one, you know. Well, but the movie by definition is meta because it is a story that's playing out in a kid's imagination. Yes. In a way. So, so about that, I thought they flashed back to reality too much in this movie. Maybe they might have done too. it once or twice in yeah. the first one yeah. and they actually show Will Ferrell for real. It was weird. Will Ferrell never showed up in this movie yet. His name's in the credits. It's like they couldn't afford to show him on screen. They had screen. like his voice. They, yeah. And it found, sounded like he literally just phoned it in, like literally on the phone, <laughs> said his like five lines, and then yeah. he said, I'm done. Put send yeah, my check yeah. in the mail. No, yeah, give me my 50 it grand. Was, it was bizarre. Um, but so, another SNL cast member, uh, cast alum showed up, uh, Maya Rudolph. Oh. Kind of like in his place. She was the mom. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah, yeah, that? yeah. No, yeah. I did. I, I saw her there. Yeah. yeah. I... I didn't know her name at first. Yeah, they I know uh, you're talking about. expand. They still had all like the, the, um, the popular characters yeah. like Charlie Day is uh, the spaceman and Nick mm-hmm. Offerman is the pirate. And Will Arnett's Batman. Yeah, they've really amped him up a little bit. Um, as much as they expanded their universe, I felt like I don't know. I couldn't connect with a lot of these new characters. Yeah. I, so or even some of the old ones like Wildstyle, like Elizabeth Banks, the yeah. uh, character she voices. What was she this season? Or this season? <laughs> what was she this movie? She had different hair, so she had a, a conflict of character. I, I didn't understand that. I think that this movie went off the rails a bit too much in the story. It, it lacked a little focus. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. There's so many things that happen, and but then alternate no, realities and time jumps. There's and no real like connection? answer or connection, and it's hard because they've built a universe that is based on a kid's imagination, right? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, this, these stories are, are based on a kid's imagination. Right. But I don't think it's a good answer to why the story doesn't make sense for the most part. No, it and it really, much like I was thinking of our um, recording we did a little while ago about Aquaman, like, okay, off to a pretty good start. All right, all right. And then by the end, I was just like, what, what's going on? You know, that's how I felt about yeah. this movie. There was, so by the end of it, there were some things that happened that I was like, okay, now we're getting into the feel-good thing that we loved from the first one, right? Like, And so I think by the end, though it was ridiculous, there was this kind of feel-good story to it. There was the overcoming obstacles feeling that you'd get in every animated movie that's ever been created. Yeah. And like, it did kind of have this feel-good feeling at the end. Mm-hmm. Feel-good feeling. Yeah. I've, and yeah. so I, I, I enjoyed the ending more than I did the rest of the movie though yeah to me almost after a point when i kind of checked out and i was like okay i've realized it's not gonna be a movie that i'm really gonna enjoy right i was just listening to see if i could recognize the cameos at that point. right yeah some of which were right there from the beginning like jonah hill as a green lantern sorry yeah or uh you know later in, in the movies some others show up um and then i was happy for the end credits because you know that was going to be funny and 
musical and dancey and Th- that was, was the, like the best part when they're opinion. calling out actual names as they're showing up yes. on screen that's like such that a was... trey parker move to like you know to be like right then and there, not yeah. just meta but like in that moment i love that style of humor yeah i do too i mean that that's I don't that know if there's meta, a name though, for that, that you're yeah that but you're saying you didn't really like about it though no no i'm not saying i didn't like the meta i thought it was too much like they did too okay. much of it or when I, they're like oh yeah. i like that beetlejuice movie i'm like how would lego pieces see beetlejuice you know? Yeah, and I, I but see, I also liked how when we had all these different characters from all these different properties, and they would point out, oh, we've got all of these DC characters, but only DC until Marvel answers our our calls and like little things. It's like a funny that, joke. Like, that's I just funny. don't know if that's the place that makes the most sense. But I feel you, though, Joe. But I think those I did are, not like how they made Aquaman all Jason Momoa out, even though in the first one, right. he was more like traditional, like blonde-haired and fair. Yeah. You know, I, that was just like kind of silly but cool but dumb. I don't know. It was like four years since this movie uh, got oh. a sequel. Seemed like it was just yesterday the original Lego movie came out. Mm-hmm. But it's all good. I, I, It was fine. It wasn't worth my 10 bucks in a theater for oh. me personally, but it was fine. I think it was. I think it was worth the 10 bucks. I just, I don't see it being a movie I'd want to see again. Whereas the no, first exactly. Lego movie was a movie that I would not at all mind seeing again and probably would like to see it again. Yeah. It's a tall task when you, being a sequel in general, but a sequel to a really cool movie Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot to ask, you know. Very few movies, if you look back at anything that's been franchised or had a trilogy, or if they just called it off at number mm-hmm. two, have the sequels been better? Very a, few. A lot of times it's because the the draw-in from the first movie is the concept itself. Right, and there's already a story to tell in place, not just, oh, look how well we did with this first one. Let's keep going, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, I doubt when they did the Lego movie, you know, when the ink was dry on the paper they had still more story to tell i'm 100 percent sure they had but know. they but well yeah but they left it open to tell any story they wanted after that yeah but they didn't know what that was going to be for sure it's not like they had a plan in mind for a trilogy of movies that were stringed together so here's this the, is obviously separate here's the funny thing i i get you know we're obviously not reviewers can you tell but you know i believe in you know signing scores to things you know just as a way of letting people know what i thought whether it's just in conversation with you or here on this podcast if I was to say, yeah, it's like a 5 out of 10, if you were to break that down percentile-wise, it's an F, but I didn't think this was an F of a movie. I didn't think it was like a failure. So whatever, it's like, it was like 6, is mediocre, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it was fine. Yeah. I, I don't want to watch it again, but it's like, I, it's just a very middle-of-the-road movie for me. I think that it, I think it was closer to a, like a, a 7, 7 out of 10, mm-hmm. 70-ish out of 100, whatever you want to say, because there were parts that I was like, that's cute, or, oh, that's a clever little joke. But never did I find myself kind of almost laughing out loud. The consistency there were, wasn't there. Yes, yeah. and there and and there were times in the first movie where I was finding myself like laughing out loud. I was like, "That's funny. That is a funny joke or a funny song or or whatever they wanted to do," and I was all on board. And in this one, I never quite felt that. Yeah, I didn't get that sense of I'm, the luster I'm, was gone. I'm I'm sold. I'm bought in on this. Right. The one thing I really thought was consistent between this movie and the first one. That animation style between having basically CGI but Lego stop animation—I don't know how to categorize it—but it's it's great. It's unique. It's very. Cool I like looking. it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but that's what I'm saying is like that in the first movie was was one of the pieces that made you really interested in sure, watching it because feel, it was yeah. new, it was unique, it was different. By the second movie, that luster is gone, and so you need a story that's almost like make better than the first one. Yeah. In I feel order you. to be equally as viewed. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah kind of. Okay. I think we're we're uh, closing down on that. Just I'm noticing a, a little um, uh, icon on our screen here. 
you know what movie is coming out soon and makes me really excited and i hope it's like as good as they built momentum how to train your dragon 3 the the lost world or forbidden world i love those movies i can't wait to see that i mean i love the, the first the first one. one was great oh i thought the second one was awesome i, I think remember I saw his the dad second. dies and it's impactful and... i don't know i don't remember oh, if dude, i saw the, f- the second, second one second and, one was awesome they made a lot of sense so it kind of and a lot of them were like done, straight to DVD or whatever. Well, yeah, whatever. They, they've they've licensed it out, but as far as just following the canon of the movie, yeah, yeah, I know it bastardizes a little bit, but they still get uh, Jay Burt Birchall, I don't know, the guy, the one guy without a Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty that much. Makes right. sense. I'm I'm really excited to see that movie, and they say it's the last one, but they also said Toy Story three was the last one, and you know, and here, here, here we are on Toy Story four. Yeah, I just saw a preview for it yesterday. Do you want to talk about Mary Poppins Returns, or should we save that for another time? Because no, I saw it. No, let's not. Okay. Emily no. Blunt, though, thumbs up as Mary Poppins. But story. that movie, some thumbs down. You were saying, it's thumbs somewhere, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's. I think that's our summary of the movies. two movies that we saw: Alita and Lego Movie. Where to next, my friend? You know what? Let's, we're going from movies. Let's go to the big screen to the smaller screen. Let's talk just a few minutes on television. Some Netflix stuff, and then we'll in get specific. into our video game discussion. Though it has been a while since it came out, uh, I'm still liking Punisher Season 2. Uh, I think we're roughly around the same part. I feel like you and I both want to watch this at a faster pace, but we other things have a really up. hard time. Yeah, we don't. Because on, during our free time, we're both like, hmm, Netflix or video games? And we usually choose video games. True. That being said, uh, how are you liking this season so far? We're not really going to go into any spoilers. I think we're yeah, this both will be a real more or less thing. mid-season. Yeah. Like I, our mid-season I really review. do like it so far. I love John Bernthal. He's I, such too. I, a good Frank Castle. And I think, I don't even remember the girl's name, but his well, she has almost like, four like a names. sidekick now. Yeah. I think she's really good in this. And I think they have a good relationship dynamic. and a good pairing and a good dynamic. I don't like Jigsaw, though. He, I'm what tired of him. this season? Like... He was so good in the first season. He now was he's really like, good, and he had the potential to be really good in this one, but they—they're making it too like he's goofy, he's oddly corny. psychological. Like, yeah. I don't want to see him go through these kind of psychological Fits. issues. I want him to come out with a face that's actually scarred, because he yeah. still looks like a fucking pretty boy. Like, yeah, let's exactly. be honest. With a few little with the few marks. scars, which chicks would usually be like, "That's really cool." I know, right? And so he doesn't feel like Jigsaw. I want him to come out with a face that's really scarred and in like this kind of, he's just been psychologically broken Yeah, already. I don't get the sense I that he's deranged. Yes. I feel like he it's forced and he's working as if he's trying to imitate someone who's deranged. Yeah. Fortunately, for every lack that, you know, I'm kind of feeling from his character at this point anyways, I'm liking this John Pilgrim character. I am not sure about him. Well, see, he's mysterious. Because he's mysterious, but uh, how... And he's like a hitman, He's not that unique. I mean, they basically... No, he's pretty plain, but I'm intrigued by him. Yeah. I want to get to know more about his past as to why he is who he is now. Uh, We know that he's had some tattoos removed, that he obviously Mm -hmm. is paraphernalia from, uh, you know, former associations. So I'm like, I want to know more about that. And is he himself a soldier, or is he just kind of like someone who galvanizes people? I don't know. I think it's somebody who's had a messed up past and then turned to God, and then I think that somebody is using him. Yeah. As their, you know, they found out of his messed up past and that he's got like a history of being pretty good at killing people or yeah. something along those exactly. lines. Exactly. He was and so they use God to military make him go or do paramilitary that. of some sort. Um, 
he's always very calm, which I, I, I like. Which is a little unsettling. Yeah, even when he's doing just, you know, mean things and he's but giving people peace. you can still tell it, it kind of messes it, with him? Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. He's a little bit conflicted. He and Frank, I think at this point, have maybe seen each other's faces. I don't think they've had any hand to hand. I wouldn't be surprised later if, like, they throw us a twist and they end up teaming up. You know, I wouldn't be surprised because he doesn't seem like he's all bad, but he seems like he's he is he's bad, bad but he thinks he's doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the action scenes phenomenal. Like they the, are good. The, the gunplay. You know what? Um, that once uh, episode where they basically attacked the prison. Right. Reminded me a lot of Assault on Precinct 13, if you remember that I movie do actually or the remake. Remember that. I thought yeah, about that. It, it ha- evoked <clears throat> images of that, but it's like in the woods. Yeah. And so, I like that. So, I mean, all in all, I don't want to spend too much time on this because we can give a full spoiler review at the end. And Just so far. So far, it's great. Mid- midway through, solid. And a, I'm, a worthy follow-up at this point to the first season. And I will be very sad. When they inevitably. When they inevitably say, hey, uh, Punisher season two is great, right? You guys all watched it. We made a bunch of money on it. Cool. Oh, we're, we're out because, it. you know, it's not working long term for this partnership. Yeah. And I think that's going to happen. But. And that's fine. If this is the season it goes out on as of right now, I'm okay with that. Of course, I'd like a third season. Oh, yeah, me too. You know, based on where we are. Uh, where are you on this new show that I don't think either of us has checked out? What? The Umbrella... It's making the rounds and it's getting pretty popular. It just came out. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen anything of it, but I want to watch the um, previews. Make it look really uh, cool. Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella you Academy. Said Con- yeah, Chronicles. But I keep saying Chronicles. But the Umbrella Academy looks really cool, and I'm I was I'm happy to say that uh, I, I we watched the preview. I watched preview with my girlfriend. They even like, showed a preview. And I was like, this looks really. Went to the movie I know, tonight. which is weird. I'm or not today. used to that. When did they do that? I've never seen that. No. And then, so anyway, I was down there and we were like turning on Netflix and I was like, oh, watch this preview. Is that what you call it nowadays? Yeah. And cool. We were Netflix and chilling the way people who have been together for a couple of years do, which is actually just Watching sitting on Netflix. the couch yeah. and Netflixing. And uh, she was like, yeah, that seems pretty fun. I, I would watch that with you. And I was like, yes. Cool. Because it, it's always better when you have somebody to watch it with because it's like the Punisher right now. When I have TV time, if she has TV time, then we're not watching Punisher. Yeah. We're watching something else that we're both watching. For which real. is why it's taking me so long to get through Punisher. Yeah, that's a good explanation. Uh, that is probably a future prospect on down the yeah, line for I a think future so. recording, which I am excited about because, you know, kind of went off the rails just a tiny bit and peeked at some reviews. And some places where I go for my reviews are saying really positive things. Not okay. that that automatically shapes it for me, but you would rather that than not. Yeah. So something we're looking forward and to checking out. And there's out. some actors in it that obviously Look are familiar. big name, like Ellen Page. Yes, uh, so she's obviously like the, one of the biggest name actresses in there, but there's other characters in there or other actors in there that I have seen in other shows that I enjoy. Yeah, I know I recognize that dude. The, the, yeah, he was in um, it was another superhero. Yeah, show. exactly. Kind of like his bread and butter. Oh, what am I thinking? What is that show? Was it um, the it starts with an M, the Misfits. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Anyway, he was all in the Misfits. Said, and he was fun. Could be cool. That's all we got for TV now. What else is on the TV? <laughs> Our video games. <laughs> when it's on a different input, let's talk real quick about some video games that we are in the midst of. I think the game that we're both really just kicking off right now is Apex Legends. Yeah. This game is taking over the world. Why? Because they it's copied a- the formula of the, Fortnite. <laughs> the wor- which copied the formula of... Well, but here's the thing. Yes. Video game... Concept wise, it, it Fortnite was nothing new because it just took the battle royale. PUBG, right? PUBG and, and Fortnite, and then but, Black Ops, and then. But but the thing is, is what Fortnite did is they said, "Hey, we're going to give this to you for free." 
So everyone and their mother just fucking downloaded it. And then it made it so that no matter what, there was no reason why your friends did not have that game. Yeah. So you were playing online. Oh, it's like, like the plague the back in the day, yeah. just everywhere. And so, and in this case, this is it's also the reason Fortnite was taken over by a bunch of kids. Yeah. But here's the thing with Apex Legends. I feel like it's more adult. It's a darn good game. It has... It emphasizes more loot and shoot. Yes. Yeah. Um, no building, which I actually like. I, me too. Yeah, like, stick to the gunfights. Yeah. And, and it makes it so that you can pair up in a team. Yes. Which is... It pretty much demands it for you to... Be successful. Yes. You could maybe get a solo kill or two, depending on your style of play and your, your ability, but it really emphasizes teamwork. So it sucks when you're in a, a rando yes. uh, lobby and then no one's talking and then one guy breaks off on the jump and it's Yeah, and you're like, shot. okay, I guess it's me and this other guy who's but also what's not nice talking. A, what's and... nice about only having three players to a squad is that chances are you're going to find some people you just have on your friends list. Chances are, especially because, and then you don't have to fill up. Nobody six had or to 10 buy or something. it. Yeah, nobody had like, to buy it. Everybody has it downloaded. And I feel like this game, whether it's going to later, but in the in the moment, I really don't feel like there's like a hidden paywall. I feel like they're like, no, we're pretty much gonna be up front. Now, if you have EA access, you get access to different things. Uh, the two yeah. unlockable characters who have different abilities, but I don't feel like they're overpowered to the point where you need them. I think like everyone is pretty much brings something to the table. Um, it's yeah. a good game. It's it is. not. And here's the thing, like, you know, with um, some other, you know, team up games, co-op games, you could be getting your ass kicked for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and it's just a miserable experience and people turn on each other and get bitter. Worst case scenario. Hey, we lasted 50. I've never been in a game more than 20 minutes. And you know what? If you're lasting 20 minutes, you're probably one of the final squads and you can at least take that as a victory. Sure. And then if you're out early with like literally the first 30 seconds, then you, you didn't crash waste on. too much time. No. Hey, yeah. onto the next one, shake it off. And, you know, it's not competitive yeah. as far as, like, giving you ranking in points. It just keeps track of your stats. So it's not like, oh, my SR just went down or my yeah. my season points See, went I, down. So I feel like I, it's, I, it's an innocent but fun game. Me too. I, I was having almost no fun playing as a new person where the... Because there's this game does not hand you anything. It does There's no training. Nope. I well, mean, there's they, a, a no, but brief I, little thing. Very brief to kind of say, here's the general way this game is Look for structured. care packages and guns and... But that's all it says, and it doesn't really give you a chance. Like Overwatch, right? You can start with any character, and you can play in their training course as much as you want to learn a character. And I wish this game had that, because I want to learn more about... Their abilities. Their abilities and their ults. But you have to be... And I want to learn the differences in the guns a little bit more. But you have to do that in-game. Like, nobody told me... It's what an accelerator was. And I, I had well, to we, just, no, we both thought it was a passive thing. Nope, yeah, you got no, to use that. It's consumable. It. And yeah. so there's certain things that they just don't tell you that I kind of wish they would. Yeah, YouTube's your friend, quite honestly. I know, I've been and checking I, out and, some stuff yeah, on YouTube. And, that's, and I think the funny thing is, is I, I started playing with a friend of mine who's very good at this game. Yeah. Him and his other friend who, who's even better. And I never really had that much fun. And then I played with them, and they were kind of walking me through everything. And they're yeah, like, little, little handhold. And they kept on doing this, where they're like, "Here, here's another ult accelerator. Or Take they'll this. find something for you. Hey, you get this. Yes. Yeah. And and I st- and I it's learned like the more. Big brother mentality. Yeah, I learned more about the weapons when they were like, "Oh no, no, this is a better yeah, that gun gun's than crap. that." Don't get that. And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, because to me, they were just both automatics, or to me, they're both just shotguns. But these guys are like, no, that one is more powerful, or like whatever. A different damage spread or a different fire rate. Yeah. And so 100%. from a couple, few games with playing with them, I started getting a feel for how the game works. And since then, which that was literally only a few days ago, since then, my opinion of this game has risen pretty significantly because I realized the fun you can have 
when you're playing with people who know what they're doing, who are also friends, and when you know what you're doing. Yeah, you cannot complain about this game under the guise that, hey, you know what? It's free. If I had paid for this game, maybe some things would be like, well, I don't know about it. It's free game. And right. matches are quick for the most part. You don't part. have to spend any money. No, you, you really don't. You can put hours into this. You can just get cosmetic stuff for more money or for in-game currency. But as far as um, you know, being able to play, pay to play, it's not there. It's not. And EA's done <laughs> that with some of their previous properties that they were charging you effing $60 for. And not even like... It's not even like saying, hey, here's a bunch of guns, but if you want this gun which is more powerful or if you want this armor which is more powerful right making the game unbalanced no. you would have to pay for it but no you that's just gotta know where to go and you'd be willing to slug it out that being said again under the uh the knowledge that it's a free game so i'm not complaining if i was to have paid here's what i want to see different i wish there was better matchmaking or just matchmaking in general because you'll be in a game Dude, with like I, someone yeah. who is like already 400 kills and the game's been out for two weeks i'm like and okay you're like you, i have 10 kills you and this person with don't 400 leave your home. kills yeah. just killed me yeah and you feel like that's unfair yeah totally. so there's no matchmaking totally. so all the more excuse to play with your friends and stay squatted up right uh, and and i do not like how this everything's in the same spot all the time i think they should get a randomizer that just like shakes the dice and be like so if you jump you don't know where you're going like oh go here this is the good loot this is exactly here the same spot every time they do have a but they have that like supply ship that's in a different spot and the, they the have that bots. blue yeah yeah that so blue section which is in different something spot. To, to freshen up but i just feel like you in a lot of battle royal games you know where to go you know what what it is and you know what it takes to succeed you can get mid-tier loot right off the jump try to survive long enough to get the good stuff that starts dropping at the end as the rings are closing but i just feel like it's just a little formulaic like that but again it's a free game so right i sure as hell am not complaining it's You're, been very enjoyable especially as uh, other games are getting kind of tiresome and reaching their their limit with right. my patience I, I agree. I, I think this, I think is, a this good is a good nice... transition. And we just have to get good at it. Yeah, and just I won squad my, up. I, we, uh, my squad won my first game today with a random squad. To be fair, I was helping. You were standing So it was like there. four. I was and being a second set of You eyes. did say like, oh, uh, recharge your shield. And I was like, oh, yeah. Or you want that gun. So it was like kind of four on three. That's true. Yeah. No wonder we won. <laughs> Thanks Obviously, for that. thank you. Um, you know, I do think I, it's really interesting to see how this game marketed itself, which is very silent at all right it didn't yeah. at all no it's just like here's this game all it, it, of a sudden you you heard about this game a couple and days it's before blowing it came up out. it's setting like records and you know why if you, because here's why it's an ea game so it has the power EA of, is the, of a goliath it's a freemium but it's a change of it's pace a freemium for game that has microtransactions. imagine if they like a year ago were like hey we're working on this game it's made by respawn the titanfall people which everybody loves respawn yeah i don't see nobody the connection loves, by the way sidebar nobody but. loves ea Right? right, and so every people would have been like, "Whoa, EA is publishing this game that's a freemium game, that's a battle royale. That's come on, you guys are totally copying Fortnite, and it has microtransactions." Yeah, no, we're gonna just put you on like the shit list a year before you come out, and so that's why they did it quietly. So they that's didn't why get, they did yeah, it quietly. I a hundred percent agree. That is that exactly what sense. the creators have said too. And more than Fortnite or more than PUBG, it actually reminds me of Battle or Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like that a Especially lot. Especially with a lot of the witticisms and like this animation style and like the supply boxes. Even the way the, su- the supplies yes, are on the ground with the little light up. And, you know, yeah. Or not a vault, but you know, like a yeah. loot box or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, pretty anyway. pretty awesome. For being a free game, I'm not going to complain. Uh, the last game I bought prior to today uh, was Resident Evil 2, and it's so perfect because just as I'm pretty much 
reaching my capacity with it as far as doing uh, both campaigns A and B and then playing uh, the extra mode. They dropped free DLC. I didn't know that was coming. I thought that was something I was going to pay for later on. That's always nice when a game Yeah, and they're just little mini games. They're like, hey, these three characters who you see in the game who largely either are just background or have like a speaking role, this is their alternate realities on the night of the outbreak. And it's just a fun little game. And they're goofy, they're gimmicky, but it's fun. And it's just like, it just... Gave me an excuse to pop it back in and play it again. That's great. Uh, Resident Evil 2, game of the year so far. I say that not having played the two new games we got. Well, we just got Far Cry New Dawn uh, and uh, Metro, Metro Exodus. Exodus. It's funny. I say, we you got, say we. Yeah. We did. Like, we, we Brandon did. Well, you you were like, hey, it. man, do you want to pick up Metro Exodus and split it? And one of us will play it first and then give the And I was like, well, I don't know. I was thinking of picking up New Dawn. Do you want to just split that with me as well? And it was perfect because I'll take one, you take the other. And we. I feel like they're both fairly contained games yeah metro more so for sure yeah those more exploring to do in new New, dawn but yeah new dawn is an open world and so you can just spend hours just exploring or hunting but and that's fine and then we'll just swap yeah you know and i think that's great so yeah we we are like co-parenting two games we're like adoptive Uh dads it's pretty cool yeah yeah so i can't wait that'll be something we'll have to uh you know give you our thoughts on at least on a preliminary basis next time but so cool how much new content and then and right around the time that you're listening to this, Anthem's probably Anthem's just out or out. soon yeah. to be. So it's just like, man, what an expensive time. So I'm glad that there's a free game, at least in Apex. <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. Because so cool. I've been playing, uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed. Still good, right? It, well, not great, but good. Is, it's good. I just can't get into it as much as I want to. Yeah. And I feel like it's every time I play an Assassin's Creed game, there's something about it that just feels like it's like wasting time, and I, which I feel bad about because it's a great game. I just it's not grabbing me like I wanted to. Yeah, I feel you. So we're winding down, as uh, we are prone to do when we're done talking about stuff, mm-hmm. but not before we get out of here with two features you know and love, first of which is our Shadow of the Synopsis, and I believe Brandon, is it a yeah. good one this week? So I'll give Brandon a synopsis, and he's going to just kind of take a guess at uh, what I'm what I'm reading him. Is it a movie? Is it a video game? Is it a TV show? Is it a comic book? Gather your and family, what's the title? play along. Let's do it. All right. This is a story about a key, competing major co- corporations, bandits, loot, gangsters, secret technology, explosions, getaways, extortion, betrayal, all-out mayhem, and of course, a cute little robot named Gordy's. The main character, we'll call him V for now, not to give away his name, is a business shark working for a major corporation. V gets demoted and then learns of his boss's plot to trade a briefcase of money to purchase a particular key that can unlock an immense amount of power. Feeling betrayed, V and his companions decide he is not going to let this happen, so he steals the money and sets out to purchase the key himself. He learns that the key is a fake, and in an unfortunate set of circumstances, the money is also stolen. Now, V and his friends must team up with the con artist that tricked them with the fake key, to get the money back. Through their adventures, they find a robot named Gortis, Gordis, Gordon, which can lead them to the location of all the power. However, the robot is still incomplete, so they must go on site of one of these major corporations to steal the upgrade. After some previously mentioned explosions, betrayal, and mayhem, the crew make their way to the source of the power and are teleported away to an unknown location. Dude, that was very hefty. There was a lot in there. I'm not going to lie. It took me a while to put this whole thing together. And given all that information, I'm really bummed out I don't have a firm grasp on what it is. 
I feel like that's something I should. Do you know. want to take a guess? Of course, I want to take a guess. It's, it's a video game, so I already knew that. I didn't need you to answer, stupid. Then why did you look at me waiting <laughs> for an I, answer? I wanted, I wanted just the reassurance. Um, shit, Gortis Gordis sounds super familiar. <sighs> Can we turn this into twenty questions instead? <laughs> uh, it sounds like a recent video game. I say recent within the last five to ten years. Is it Borderlands? Which one? It can't be number two. It's got to be number one. Is it Borderlands? Just Borderlands. Nope. What? It's the Tales of Borderlands. Oh, Tales get from out of here. I knew that. Damn it. I just turned... Traded the story that. is completely different. No, you're totally right. I just traded that in not too long ago, too, because I had finished it. The Telltale games, R.I.P. Yes. Telltale. <clears throat> Fudge. Yep. I should have got that. Damn it's funny, it. we were just mentioning Borderlands earlier. No, we, we were. Too, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, hopefully that doesn't Dude, you're going to be tripped out if how meta this podcast is, too, because my awesome quote in Geek History... Is it from Borderlands? No, but funny. Oh. You know how we <laughs> talked about Jackie Earl Haley earlier? We did, because oh, yeah, he's yeah, part yeah. of the movie, remember? We were just yes. recording about it 30 minutes ago. Oh, you yeah. were there with me. Oh, I Random fan with Brandon Brandon. Check it out. <laughs> um, I'm iffy on the movie Watchmen. I know you like it. I love that movie. I still like it, but you know, it's not like as awesome as maybe to me as it is to other people. But this particular scene, when he's in prison, not only because there's a little person in, you know, because February is, Ugh, shut yeah, up, okay. um, but because this quote just makes him seem like such a badass, and it totally encapsulates his character. It's from Watchmen. It's our Wait, awesome quote in before you even interrupting play it, history. Is it the is it the one where he goes, "I'm not stuck in here with you. I don't. You're know. You're stuck in here with me. Maybe should we listen to it? All right, let's listen. Why to you it. haven't played that one yet? Have you? No, I don't think so. All right, well, let's find out. Survey says. Hey, Roshak. Hey, you're pretty famous, right? <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm pretty famous, too. Ain't that right? That's right. You know, maybe I can give you an autograph, huh? What you say, big boy? I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. So how how meta is this? We're talking about Borderlands, and it shows up in our shadow synopsis. We're talking about Jackie Early. Jackie, he's early. Jackie Earl Haley, which is hard to say, as I'm finding out. Yeah. He shows up for our awesome code and geek history. I guess it's meta to tell people where to get a hold of you on social media nowadays. You can get a hold of us through Twitter at randomfandomwbb, and then also you can shoot us an email at uh, randomfandom at, or I'm sorry, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Please let us know what you thought of this episode, what you would like to hear from us in the future, and just connect with us. We love connecting with you guys out in cyberspace. All right. Well, and until then, thank you for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky.